Katie, and this is Classically Black Podcast. Where we talk all things classical music and being black in the profession. With trap beats playing in the background. Hey! Period. Third time's the charm. Okay, to be fair, it was literally like 30 seconds with all three in them, so. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the first time I pressed, I did the the snap and forgot. Like, I was about to just start without pressing record. <laughs> <laughs> so. Could you imagine I forgot this whole time? No. Could you imagine we're, we're 40 minutes in and I'm like, so Katie, <laughs> I forgot we to press to do, record. We have to do it off the cuff and because like the way I'm going through one of them, I'm going through one of those phases, which I freaking hate. It happened at least every like six to eight weeks where I just, I wake up in the middle of the night and I don't go back to sleep. So I've been up since three for whatever reason. So I really want to go to bed. So we would have had to just do it off the cuff and then pick up next week because we were 40 minutes in, 40, nah. Or we just release my side and make people guess. Right. Mad libs. <laughs> guess what Delaney said. Yep. Period. Oh. Filling the blanks. No, yeah, that you know, that's low-key cute. Be y'all, be a classic black co-host for, t- for a day. <laughs> Girl, ain't nobody gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be like, why don't y'all come back next week when y'all are more serious? No, I was about to say, they're gonna have to if we were only released on half. <laughs> <laughs> what you gonna do? Make me make me do it? You gonna so. do jump me? You gonna fight me? Period. Well, the news this week, let's see here. Um, well, first, I want to shout out some of our Twitter mutuals. They just had a, um, an article come out in the New York Times about uh, Claire Schumann and Florence Price. Um, some works uh, by them were performed at Carnegie Hall, and some folks that we know um, wrote about it in the New York Times. So, period. Shout out to, um, Shout out to Sarah Fritz, who is a musicologist who studies Clara Schumann, and she's actually writing a book about her, and um, and she teaches at the Westminster Conservatory of Music at Ryder University, and a Corey Hill, um, Corey is a musicologist who studies Florence Price, um, and they did some interviews, um, and it's also focus focusing on the Philadelphia Orchestra. Period. Um, so I put a gift link in the description if you want to read. Um, their joint article i think it's both of their first times in the in the new york times so congratulations um and then secondly the national the national instrumentalist uh, mentoring and advancement network aka nimon has announced that they're planning their um festival and annual convening um this is going to be in partnership with the cincinnati symphony orchestra in march of 2023 um, on March 16th, 2023, the, um, some fellows from their Pathways program, um, are going to be coming to Cincinnati for a intensive musical experience. They're going to be working alongside musicians from the CSO. Um, and at the same time, they're going to be doing their, um, their, um, annual convening. So the convening is bringing together members um of the of the organization as well as partners um 
and they're going to be, you know, doing conference things, um, building out, you know, more of the program and the, and the mission. Uh, they're going to be having small group discussions, collegiate faculty engagement, networking, um, and they're also going to be doing an enrichment project with the fellows who will be there performing um, as part of the final Festival Orchestra's performance on March 19th. So if you want to go, they're going to have more information. I'll send you guys what I have right now. Um, well, I'm not sending it to you. It'll be in the description. Um, so that you can, you know, stay abreast, stay a titty of the, like, full schedule of the conference, the hotel information, all of that. Again, that's Mar- in March. March 18th to 19th is the convening. Period. That's all I got. Oh, period. I should be me. I want to be a musicologist, but, like, in something fun. Like... <laughs> Not in cut not as opposed to what they got going on. Like Drake. Or um You know what? Young Miami. Because I see a lot of discourse, quote unquote, discourse about how people don't you could like you could like who you like and like who you don't like. But what I what I realized after like the female rap girlies were put on me for weeks and weeks on end i literally we got through last week i was like wow first week in ages um no i'm just (laughs) (laughs) um there's someone for everybody but i feel like people just don't understand carisha like they just don't understand her rap style like carisha's cute and she got money and she's pretty that's 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 what she gonna rap about if you want if you want bars you gotta bars bars like that's Meg to me. If you want pretty girl, pop my stuff. That's Lotto. That's hey, sweetie, sweetie, Carisha. You see that thing I sent you? Ain't even look at it when when she was like Lotto don't do budget. That line I sent you a timestamp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I listened to it and I was like, what? A, that's that's what I want. She's like Lotto don't do budget. I was like, I can't believe people live like that. That's crazy. But yeah. Um. Anyway, the intermission I changed it. Um, as you were speaking, so I hope you're not mad at me. So there's a video <laughs> posted <laughs> because I was gonna do this is lately, but I feel like I want to save that for a week. That I'm real down and out. I'm 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 not that bad this week. Um, not to say that's when I do it, y'all. That's not what I meant. Ignore that part. Um, but there's a video posted by Who Ray Media, which is Easter Raising Media Company. And she posted, there's a video of her going around. I think it's from her master class because I, I recognize her outfit and the hair. Um, and she was talking about failure and how, like, failure to her is not, she's like, she's, I'm real comfortable with failure and failure is not an ending point. And she was like, you must not want it if failure is an ending point to you. And I wanted to, um, pick your brain about it because <laughs> i'm gonna go lie to you like i, I love Issa Rae. I, I Issa Rae is one of my top 10 favorite people people i don't know let me clarify yeah <laughs> not gonna, right not your, gonna, your grandma no. looking up like dang right like my knock my mom off the list <laughs> like <laughs> she's my top one in my top 10 favorite people i don't know kid is on the list crystal etc but i want to know like what you think about that phrase like you must not want it hard enough if failure can 
can knock you. I'm paraphrasing. Um, if failure can shake you up. First of all, I was like, lower your voice. When she said that, when I, I was like, this is like an attack. And like, what you not going to do? Issa, I want to like you. I think what she, either what she said or what she meant was like, if it makes you quit. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, if it shake you up, then yeah, it's like. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. If it make you, I don't know. I mean, like, it don't mean you don't want it. I feel like it don't mean you don't want it. You probably don't want it. If you don't want it that bad, like, I don't want to go through this again, then, like, I could get it. Did you see that video? I'm going to see if I can find it for you. I probably can't. But because it was a couple of days, I tweet a lot. So <laughs> it's going to be a lot of scrolling. So, but um, it was that, like, oh, no, I can, I can search my tweets. But did you see that thing? It was, like, a, a video of, like, a guy. He was, like, demonstrating failure and, like, how it's not linear. And it was, like, he was walking up the staircase. Oh, like, he was, like, in Europe or something. And he was falling off of the Yeah, thing. and it was, it like, a trampoline. Europe, yeah, that's how I remembered and, it. It was, like, wooden. And he was, like, I falling. I forgot you. Oh, you forgot I what, Delaney? What, what is... Worldly. The people can't see the hand gestures. Worldly. So. I'm, I've been in Memphis for the past Okay, but where weeks. was you at before that? See, eight weeks. <laughs> see... Chicago, Chicago. That's what I was. No, I'm talking. I'm not talking. You know, I'm talking about where you've been over your course of your whole life. Anyway, that's not the point. It was a guy. He was walking up this like staircase, and there was a trampoline, so he would fall off and then bounce up to like the same, the same or roundabouts, the same place that he was on the staircase, and that. And so one time he got to the very top, touched the top, and then fell, and then he fell back. And it kept going further down. And I was like, I was like, I'm not going to lie to y'all. If I, get that, if I get that quick and I fall that far down, I'm giving up. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. So that's what that made me think of. Like, mm. it don't mean that you don't want to. But like, at a certain point, I bet you get to the tippy top. You right there. And then you fall like, like, like what? Like plummet? <laughs> nah, I'm sorry. I might not get back up. I might not. <laughs> I guess I, sh- I don't want it, Issa. <laughs> yeah, I struggle with this because on one hand, especially when I think about classical music, like, I was telling my former teacher this, like, when I said I wanted to be in orchestras, like, it, it's, it, you know it's going to be hard, you know whatever. It sound real cute. It's like, yeah, 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 down one, like, oh, it sound bad, but I'm going to keep working. At da, da, da. It's one thing to say it. Well, you are in it, like, I remember I was talking to this one one dude um over the summer. He's like, my exercise have gotten worse. He ended up winning a job like a couple weeks ago, and I was like, and that's why I don't like to talk to people because when I say my exercise got worse, I mean it. Um, but he was saying like how his exercise got worse and he's not taking any more auditions. And what was I saying before that? My mind is oozing out through my ears. Father God. Oh, when you're in it. It's it's so different than talking about it. So I just feel like on one hand it's like some people don't ha- only got so much, but on the other hand it's like the people who make it, the people who make it can power through that, and that's what makes that's what makes it difficult. And also why I gotta go through that? Like why you know what I'm saying? Like why why I gotta be me? <laughs> That's what I always be asking. Like, why it got to be me that has to go through all of this stuff? But some people, like, a, a common people I think of who, like, power through. Like, Tyler Perry was living in his car. Yeah, see, I can't go that far. Beloved. See, that's the thing. <laughs> that's the thing. I don't go 
got it in me. Baby girl, if it come to that, when I tell you I'm going right back to Evanston, I'm going I'm to go pray. I'm going to go down to Springfield, Illinois, and go beg them people to reinstate my teaching license. And if it's general music, we doing it. When I tell you, I think you you'd rather be homeless to teach Jennifer. And general you see how music. they, we neck and neck. <laughs> like, now we homeless. Well, this. <laughs> I'm gonna go down to Springfield and beg the people. Listen, it's only been two years since it expired. Like y'all, y'all do something for me now. This is like I think of Yvonne, Yvonne Orgy. She wasn't. She her 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 roommate worked on sets, and the leftover food was how she was eating dinner. The she her her roommate Esther would text her and be like, "They got leftover sandwiches. You want some?" And bring the food home, and that's how she had. That's how she was eating. Some people don't got out. I don't know. I don't know. It's hard. Cause it's like to what extent? But the people who push through it are the ones who make it. So it's like. I mean, but it's also a lot of people who who don't push through nothing and make it too. So I'm like, can I be one of them? That's what I'm saying. But it's <laughs> or at least looking somewhere like, in the middle. <laughs> it's looking like that's not my play, and that's the thing that pisses me off. Like, why me? <laughs> like, and it's like it's crazy because your life can really change overnight. Like, it's yeah. crazy. So it's like. But it's like, okay, can I get like a time frame? Like, can I get something? So I can have something I look forward to. I found a tweet, so I'll link it in the description. I was like, yeah, if I get that close to the top and I fall that far, I'm staying down. I'm but staying it really, down. It really be like that. When I think about it for me right now, classical music, like, even, even like, the last audition I took, I ain't gonna lie. I didn't even care if I didn't get it. I was kind of, I walked out of there. I was like, if I don't get it, that's on y'all. Like, I don't have to tell you. Like, it was, it wasn't perfect by any means. I literally missed. I nailed the high D in down one. Missed a fifth position B flat. That is asinine. I was so <laughs> mad. I have never missed it before. It's that Brahms. I was like, I was like, Katie, what was that? And I know they were like, <gasps> well, anyway. It's on them. I don't know. I played down boots. I I left nothing for y'all except for that B flat, um, and probably other things, which is why. Okay. <laughs> but I'm saying I felt really good about it. The last two auditions I went in there, and I, I, I would have it would have sounded better if I ate the viola. It would have sounded better if I licked the notes on my strings. It would have sounded better if I played on my right shoulder. It would have sound better. Oh my god. What else? What else? Nah. What? <laughs> But it's just like I could think of like, um. But when I played for this fellowship audition, I played down boots. Went to went to Eugene, tanked it. So it's just like progress isn't linear. Yeah, and see, that's the problem because I need to be. So <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. All right, <laughs> that's the problem. I'll be looking at. See, I was just talking about somebody else being delusional, not facing the facts. Here I go, right, and that's exactly why we related. Because I'll be looking in the face, I'm like, that's impossible. But what if it wasn't? <laughs> but no, nah, like I'm looking at this stair thing, and it's like, Katie. So imagine you, you at in your trial week at the Met. You don't want to audition. You, you in the trial phase or whatever. You in orchestra, and then all of a sudden you blinking. Now you back at ISU. Like, come on, bro. <laughs> like, oh, if I if I do my trial week. <laughs> And I don't get it. If I'm not playing, nobody play. I'm gonna tell you that. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you that. Tell me. The, you can go find out. <laughs> let's let, let's not find out. If I don't play, if I don't play, and I mean not even you don't get it. Like you like you gotta start 
from like undergrad again. Like you don't, your all your degrees, everything is erased. Like, <laughs> what well, do I know about it? Do I know that happened, or do I just wake up and I'm back at school, back in undergrad? I mean, I guess that that's not how it would happen in life. I'm just trying to think of the equivalent in classical music because he gets to the very top top stair, and now look, now he's on like the the second to last, like the second to the bottom. Like he goes back down that far. Yeah, I remember I saw he when he fell off the top, I was like, that's sick. And then he kept going, and then he fell, and he went up, but then he went kept going down. He went down. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't do that. But that's how it be, low key. That's how it. Progress really do not be linear. It just don't be. You just gotta, you just gotta roll with it. But when you realize the overarching thing, you've made progress. That, like, you can't tell me I ain't playing better now than I was playing in in March. You know what I'm saying? Overarching. Mm-hmm. That always encourages me. That's like, okay, all right, all right. I need Issa to show us some of these failures she speaks of. Right. Also, because Issa, like, I read the book, babe, and I don't think I think you'd be. <laughs> I, oh, what failure? Because it sounds like you don't miss, and so it's, I need. <laughs> I'm right. sorry, like I don't relish in seeing other people's failure, but like just for some reality, like come on, because you you over here, perfect skin, perfect hair, perfect outfit. I'm talking about, and you know, not everything is perfect. And it's like, girl, <laughs> no, nah, Issa. I don't I actually don't really want to hear anything from Issa. I don't text anybody <laughs> else. Issa's pretty. She's rich. Her man is fine. I don't act. Don't actually <laughs> let me all follow. <laughs> you got nothing for me because the same. Also, like it's so what you talking about? Like oh, awkward black girl. Also sad. Oh, I pitched to ABC and I I'm fumbled. Like, Boom! It's no, Boom, They this. fumbled. First of all, first right. of, have you seen awkward black girl? Yeah, it is freaking hilarious. It's hilarious. Like, oh my gosh. So I'm like, they fumbled that one. Yeah, like, oh, I pitched the ABC, it didn't work out. And then boom, HBO. Girl, somebody else. Somebody else step into the mic. Oh my gosh. Yeah. See, look, and then you know what's gonna happen ten years from now. Northwest gonna be up talking about like, y'all, all you gotta do is keep going. Right. <laughs> you know, like I, maybe I did my, what I was maybe Girl, go ahead. I don't even want to go no more. <laughs> Not I don't want to go no more. <laughs> I was I was like simultaneously trying to like stop for you, but then also I lost my train of thought. So that's why I wasn't speaking quickly enough. Um and no, mom was like, I guess for her that probably did feel like like to me, I'm like, yeah, they fumbled or whatever. But I guess in the moment to her that probably felt like she fumbled. But also it's like there's levels to fumbling, bro. Like, oh, I the pitch I did to ABC, like dang. I but I okay i don't know it's like dang girl you pitching the abc but at the same time i could see it hurting if when you get that close yeah but also one thing that i try to remind myself i could i forget the minute i remind myself because i'm telling you it's hard out here but one thing i remind myself of is like there's never been anything i didn't get that god didn't give me tell me why or show me better she got she missed a h uh abc or they missed her she did H. She did Insecure. She, now she's doing rap ish. Now she's doing like they. She's like part of that family of at HBO. How you like? How you, ABC don't seem like they do that. Like she got a you, whole uh, huh? adding Kenya Barris to her, <laughs> to her thing. You said what? Said so not you adding Kenya Barris to to her uh thing because he does all the ish shows. Mixed ish, mm. black ish. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like they don't really seem like they do that except for I guess like the I think for another show 
no it's not a spinoff it's just like they'll probably give her another one and another one you never know so that's true works out the works out the way but see i think her and her man been together that whole time i'm like see nah i don't see you don't say nothing to me at least you had at least you was crying in somebody's arms i gotta go to my mama <laughs> <laughs> Like it's I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like I feel like I don't need I understand. I'm coming to terms with the fact that I'm not gonna live my whole life in the next year. I because, thank God. <laughs> that would be my preference. I would like to just accomplish everything in the next couple of weeks and just live my life out the exact same way for the rest of however many days I'm here. But obviously unfortunately that's unrealistic, quote unquote. So, um, but I feel like if I could just get like one thing locked and locked and loaded, like just check one thing off, it's like okay, like you could breathe easier. So she had her man. I feel like girl, you had your man. Like everything wasn't perfect, but at least you had checked. You had you had something checked off. It's giving girl, unchecked over here. Would, were you the one who tweeted talking about some a boyfriend will solve everything? Was that you? <laughs> Somebody tweeted that I, I did quote it, and I was like. I was like, y'all don't want to receive this, but it's true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. It simply is better. I mean, having I a will man is better. It <laughs> just is. is. Y'all gonna have to, y'all like it is. <laughs> y'all got to be mad at me for that one. It's fun. <laughs> oh, tell us more about your experience. After you, how do you know it's fun? Yeah. Heard it from you. <laughs> not the lying what you say about your man I said my man over there in that case oh <laughs> okay not an abusive relationship <laughs> at this point um nah but I'm just like it simply is like I, of course being you know that's it's not the end of the world if you have a man but we're not gonna sit here and act like it's not better I'm sorry like I'm not gonna lie to y'all. The classical music thing make it well. At least you got a classical music. Yeah, and that's the thing. And a non-classical. Yeah, come on. One day, I wonder. I, I want to do a dating, a black woman dating classical music episode so bad. But it's just like, oh girl, what we gotta talk about? That's gonna have. It's just like that's gonna be behind a paywall. <laughs> <laughs> And like it has to be with them things, like, you know how like um, when you try to screen record Netflix, it's it blocks your <laughs> phone because it's like the way that the only way I could properly tell y'all what's going on is to say some things that aren't that are harsh. They're true, and um, my employment is not set up at all, so I don't. <laughs> I'm going to save that, but there's there's so much that needs to be said. There's so much that needs to be discussed, and that yeah. Dating in classical music as a black woman is like what's it like? Girl, mopping the ocean. Right. Separating salt from sugar, grain by grain. <laughs> <laughs> And some of y'all be successful, and that's that's part of the conversation. But um, once we get a paywall and some NDAs, we can talk about it. Uh, 
and one of them Netflix features. Them three. Then we get them three. But I'll tell you, the way I have dis- dissected this conversation, it's it's fascinating. Y'all are fascinating. Oh, God. But anyway, I look forward to your special. Can you imagine? I could not even imagine that because people will get a people get will get defensive before they start listening. Yeah, they will. And, and being like, "Oh, I didn't even realize that," which you probably did. It's um, you gotta unpack why you think the way you think. And most of those people, if we be <clears throat> honest, probably not listening to the show regardless. So that is fair. All right, most let's talk about who's, it. Who's gonna be, <laughs> oh well, hold on. I have nothing to say. I mean, but also, who's to say I, I would date in classical music? We both struggling. We both, we both, you, you in San Francisco, I'm in Buffalo. <laughs> right. Both of us, both of us ain't advanced the audition for you, the other one's orchestra. Right now, you, you in a, you in an orchestra in Romania. And right. <laughs> he in Bolivia. And like, Oh and my I, gosh. I, I bet your bottom dollar. I'll bet my bottom right. dollar. I was about to say. <laughs> bet my bottom dollar. That if I'm in there minding my business, playing my little Beethoven five, and you in the other room talking about some da 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 diga diga di, I'm signing the divorce papers the next morning. Do not comment on what I'm playing. So it is not work. I rather we gotta do something else. If you you Tap it. What's what's yours is his. That's his practice session too. What you mean? Like I that I don't understand how couples do that. No, I know. I don't understand that. You I don't even know a, a, a practice buddy. To be fair, I don't know. That's uh, I was about to lie. I was gonna say I don't know a lot of couples and orchestras, but that's literally a lie. Yeah, literally the MSO is filled with them. <laughs> yeah, it's a couple, two. Well. Yeah, well, huh. <laughs> all right. I well, yeah, never mind. <laughs> to be clear, she's not talking about MSO. She's talking about something. Yeah, no, I'm not. MSO got me got three or four. Oh, dang. Hold up. Well, yeah, hold def- up. You might definitely stick around. Your man might be might be winning an audition sometime soon. It is also an orchestra. Which so. percentage of the orchestra is, is under the age of? Okay, but it's new people coming on the scene. I mean, scene. to be fair, I'm about to be over the age of 30 soon, so I'm being up right there with them. I'm right up there with them. Not right up there. <laughs> <laughs> and it's new people coming on the scene all the time. Is it three? It's definitely three. It's probably four. So. But you got to meet in the orchestra. I feel like, uh, yeah, we got to meet. We got to meet there. Whatever, I, whatever job I get, we got to meet there because, like, and people make it work or whatever, but I feel like the most the the best way is like somebody orchestra, somebody teach. My my best case scenario is I'm an orchestra, you're in the MBA. Uh, not even nope. The money's in the MBA, M MLB, MLB. In that baseball? Yeah. Why? Is it I make more money? I think they're the richest athletes. Really? Not even think they are. Really? I knew I found out because I was my mom was watching. I was like, "That many people like baseball?" But then I'm like, "Yeah, it's supposed to be America's pastime." But dang, I didn't know they made more money. Are you sure? Like from the sport? (laughs) 
No, I mean, like, no, because if it's from the sport, I would believe that. But, like, NBA players be, like, famous, famous. Like, so do, so do you know, baseball players, they, they are also famous. But, like, you know what I mean. Like, they be doing movies. So. They be getting endorsements. Like, the endorsements they be getting is, I feel like, way more. I feel like baseball players haven't been famous since Sammy Sosa. Yeah, so and, I'm saying, and, like, they're tapped not, out. They not, like, NBA player famous. Like they like you know people know but like I couldn't name, I couldn't name a single person that that's playing in the the MLB right now. Um, but I just mean like if they get paid more like from the sport, then like I could believe that. But like in general, in general, no, because I think the yeah. highest in in general, no, the highest paid athlete in general is LeBron James. Yeah, but um. Highest paid athlete by sport. By sport, okay. Is baseball. Okay. Yeah, I believe that. Apparently. I mean, it's the fact. <laughs> Don't matter if I believe it or not. But yeah. Or is it soccer? Oh, it might be soccer, actually. It might be soccer than Glo- baseball. Globally? Globally. Globally, I could see it's probably soccer, but in America, I could see it being baseball. Yeah, they kind of sitting, they sitting on their little millions and not saying nothing. My girlfriend used to love. Oh, okay. I was about to say Jackie Chan. That's not who it was. Oh. Jackie Robinson. <laughs> what? Jackie Chan does what? An actor. Jackie- <laughs> totally different guy. Oh my gosh! Wow. I mean, someone writing in and be like that. Those stats changed. Listen, babe. I'm not. If it, if they change, but um, last time I checked, yeah. Period. You would think you would think it's football. Especially since, like, you're risking your life. Yeah, I mean. And it's more popular. I feel like it's more popular than baseball. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, maybe, like, from just, yeah, just from the teams in general. But I feel like the whole, like, even, so taking out, like, endorsements and stuff like that, like, just the business of football probably generates more money. But the yeah, jerseys, the, like, all of that has type of stuff. To, has yeah, to. the business <clears throat> of football probably generates more money regardless of the players but the individual players from the sport i feel like baseball is just so much more low-key i feel like they can go to the grocery store yeah for sure yeah i mean basketball players probably could too low-key some of them some of them but then it depends because now even now now you you seven six (laughs) and whole foods and pomegranates (laughs) (laughs) like you you're not exactly blending in so I mean, what's it called? The Memphis Heat. What's it called? The Memphis. <laughs> the Memphis. I didn't even know y'all had a basketball team. Do you? Grizzlies. Grizzlies. Um, you could tell Memphis. me whatever. <laughs> you could tell me the Memphis Violas, and I'd be yeah. like, "Yup." <laughs> the Memphis um people, them. If they were at Whole Foods, I wouldn't even know. Like I would just be like, "Oh, he's tall," and I'll keep it. You know what I'm saying? I'll keep it pushing. So. Like I said, I didn't even know y'all had a basketball. Basketball team. I ain't gonna so, hold you. I didn't know either. Yeah, Until but, they just did well last season, and oh, you couldn't, es- yeah, you couldn't escape it. They were like in some competition. Sport. <laughs> 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 right, little scrimmage. <laughs> That's football, babe. See, I'm not even that bad. No, scrimmage. I thought scrimmage is, is just oh. like scrimmage. Oh. Just means a game in general. It could be any sport, right? Oh, for real? I think a scrimmage is just like a fake game, right? I thought a scrimmage had sure. to be football. Oh, it could be, but Girl. I feel like I did scrimmages when I played soccer. 
Oh, probably then. You know more than me, athlete. This is crazy. I don't know. We are so outside my wheelhouse. I just got good at football the other week. Why didn't get? Oh, wait, hold on. It do say football. Never mind. You're right. See, look, I tell you, football my sport now because I understand it. Now I haven't tried to play it, but I feel like ninety percent of it's understanding it. Did you know this whole time? All you got you have four tries to move the ball the ball ten yards. That's that's the, been the big deal this whole time. <laughs> Not the big deal. Wow, mom, I didn't know it was that easy. My mom got mad at me because I called it a silly little game. The what? She got mad at me because I called it a silly little game. It is a silly little game because, like, why y'all? What happened? To, what happened to what's wrong with flag football? That's what I mean. Like, I didn't mean she was like, just because you don't like it, don't mean. And I'm just like, I don't mean that like you shouldn't like it. I just mean like it's a literal game, and it's just crazy how like. Like, people be, like, are you kidding me? The stuff you, that people be doing behind their teams, grown people, is crazy. Like, you know, that's what I mean. I don't, I don't mean it, like, literally. Like No, I think people should enjoy you things. Know? I think, I just think it's weird that y'all, like, why dang. y'all got to run into each other? You ganging up on other people? Like, I don't, I don't like football. I don't like the sound of mates when they crunch together like yeah. that. But I'm happy to understand it. And I said, maybe I watch Jackson State game. And then I realized that, where am I going to watch it at? I'm not buying ESPN Plus. So, but yeah, I didn't know all this time. That's how easy it was. Just to move it, you have four tries, move it 10, 10 yards. And then if you move it, then you get another, then you get another four tries. Period. They should make it, they, I feel like flag football will be so much more exciting. Because it's like, oop, can you grab my thing? Oop. <laughs> that's so that's that's it's cuter it's safer not as cuter and yeah a, that's the main thing i can't believe anybody letting their child play football i mean you there was an argument going around i guess people are trying to make you not play football no contact football till 18 and really, even that is like your brain isn't yeah. fully formed till you're like 25 yeah but the, that the implications of that that would literally no one would ever approve that yeah well it would re redo the whole system and Y'all gonna, gonna keep, uh, y'all gonna keep turning these babies' brains into silly putty. So, oh well. But what I found out about sports is like, I don't really care for sports, but the sports documentaries be tea. Have you seen? There's there's like a series of them. I only saw a couple of them called Untold. I think it's called on Netflix. That title so sounds the, familiar. That one, because one of them was trending, the Manti Teo one, was tre- girl, you literally have to watch that. It is crazy. What a sport is it? Is it nasty? No. Uh, he he was a f- college football player, and he got catfished. I'm not going to tell you the whole details, but Katie, you have to watch it. The, the catfish story is crazy, and it's just basically about, like, the whole situation, like, it threw his career off, and it was so, it was like, it was crazy. It was crazy. There was that one, and then there's the Malice at the Palace one. That one pissed me off so bad. That was the Detroit um, – it was the Pistons-Pacers game that happened in, like, 2004 or 2006 or something like that. And it was when that – it's a big old fight broke out at the at the basketball game. Mm-hmm. So, basically, it started off – you know, like, sometimes they'd be pushing each other around, like, mm-hmm. if there's a player or whatever that's, like – I don't know. And – so, Meta World Peace was known 
for you know having kind of a short temper he has you know some mental health issues he used to travel with the therapist when they would go to like away games and stuff like that and he started taking it he took some time away from the game he was laying on a table he said he was he was counting to 10 like that's what his therapist said to do tell me why somebody in the stands threw a cup of beer in his face no so he he go up into the stands and he fighting and then all the players go up in the stands and then the people in the stands, like it's like a freaking riot breaks out at the basketball game. Katie is wild. It is so wild. And, and it's the dudes, one of the dudes that was retelling it, who was there, one of the, on the teams was hilarious. <laughs> and like the way he was telling it, <laughs> the way he was telling it was so funny. And, um, and then it also covers like the news coverage that they got after that. It was so sad because like that was, a, that game was a big deal for them and, and stuff like that. And somebody threw a chair, like a, like a metal chair into a crowd of people. Like the way it, it got way, it got super violent. Um, and the news coverage afterwards was calling them thugs and all of, of this stuff. And I'm like, first of all, somebody you could throw a cup of beer in my face like like y'all really gonna blame me for that y'all yeah like come on bro and it it sucks because the dude that actually threw the beer is not the dude that got punched (laughs) so but like it like it broke it it was a whole like riot thing that broke up so i'm like it'd be t in the in this in the sports situations but the actual games y'all could keep it but have you been to a sports game just in general mm-hmm. like a professional a professional game? one yeah. oh <laughs> I was about to say. um i don't think so we used to go we used to get your high school and get like free not free we used to get like these 35 dollar little tickets to go to like the Sox and the cubs and the bulls what's the bulls game like all the time it's actually kind of boring because you can't see nothing because they put you up in a up high because they like they cheap tickets and it's like we could if we was at home we could see everything Mm-mm. I think maybe one time through my job, I got offered like Dodgers tickets or something, but I'm good. Um, but I met you a man, you wouldn't be on this podcast. I can buy a okay, <laughs> in the sna- okay, anyway, in, in, in the nosebleeds that they was gonna give us, okay, <laughs> but um, but I mean, some stuff, and even the college football, I mean, USC football is crazy, like that's the only sport we don't get free tickets to, um. And because it's just like the, the stuff that people do when I tell you it, it you you wouldn't believe it. So I was going to school on a weekend that was a day of a home game. And um, you know, people start tailgating hours before. Mm-hmm. And so we were passing by this car that had it had like the USC, you know, stuff on it. And then it had a, a classic car on top of that car, like towing it or whatever, and that was all USC stuff like all over the car and like the dude there was a garbage truck and the dude the garbage truck hunked at him and was like fight on i'm like yo it's like <laughs> 10 o'clock in the morning like people people take it so serious like the usc football stuff is crazy i would imagine that's like a big yeah I'm i would like, imagine there. dang wow mm. you, the the traffic the people we've People we pay be charging people eighty dollars to park in their in their driveway, like at their house, a couple blocks away. Like, I believe it. You should go to go see it. the um. I'm I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, I might be actually. I might she not gonna finish that sentence because like yeah. I could save my words and keep them tight. And and like I said, that's the only thing we don't even give free tickets to. So. Oh dang yeah. 
And uh, yeah, I'm good. They do reserve student tickets, but you still gotta buy them. Mm. I mean, but you should go to uh, gymnastics now. Now gymnastics. I'm gonna watch some gymnastics. That's a little sport I love. We should go on out down to UCLA and watch. Um, who am I talking to? Let's do this. Let's do the topic. Yeah, yeah. I'm, gonna say, <laughs> I'm like I've considered going to a game, but it's just like it's just so many things to go to. Yeah. You know, like it's just so many things to go to. I will try one day to get to a, a sports ball game. Should go to UCLA and watch Jordan Charles flip around. That, that those games look fun. UCLA far, <laughs> but I keep forgetting uh, it's not in LA. Yeah, UCLA is, is, is far. I don't know why they put it over there, but um. Anyway, okay, sportily black podcast. Listen, we got our kid Fury. Okay, it's doing a uh, a, a classic black scrimmage, classic black flag football with uh violin rags. What do you call that? Yeah, violin rags. Period. <laughs> who are you going to play against? I feel like, who do I know that's athletic in classical music? Richard. I mean, I don't want to play against nobody that's athletic. <laughs> because then that's the game is already decided at that point. I feel like Richard would do two things. Richard would either dog us out and run real fast to be funny. Or he'll feel sorry for us and jog. I feel like he should be on our team. Oh right! Oh, then to we'll balance win. to balance things out, balance things out. Yeah, that, but then we'll win. Well, we'll see what other classical music podcasts y'all could challenge us. Let's do like a virtual scrimmage because I don't feel uh, like. <laughs> yeah. Who can name the most pieces by Florence Price? I know y'all will lose if we challenge another classical music podcast. <laughs> yep, let's do it. I'm not gonna hold you. You might be carrying. You might be carrying on that one. <laughs> I know. John. Okay, Symphony one, two. Okay, Symphony two, <laughs> three, and four. What you got? Right. Period. Well, we're gonna we're gonna be talking about the topic today, right? Like we do every week. That that sentence doesn't make any sense. So this is gonna be great. <laughs> I was like, all right, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Not Katie throwing me to the wolves. <laughs> um, si- sitting back and observing. <laughs> um, anyway, we were talking about a topic, and I was like, "Girl," she was like, "Girl," and um, I was like, "You know what? Let's do something I know about." So <laughs> I'm gonna have a roundabout way of saying this. Okay, so the other day, one of my professors was talking about the concept of being unemployable, and so I was thinking about you. And you think about me? <laughs> Did y'all hear that? <laughs> no, when you said that you can't work for nobody. Yeah, I'm just see. You actually, you know what? See, I'm a terrible employee. Unless it's and unless, I was, unless it's orchestra and or teaching. I, I was thinking about me too, but I was mostly thinking about you because because I, you know, I hate having a job. Because and he was saying like I'm unemployable too because you know he worked a lot in the touring business. He was a he created Vans Warped Tour, and he was saying like. The first time he ever wrote a resume was when they asked him to come teach at USC because, you know, I guess they just wanted, you know, due diligence and everything. But he was like, I've never written a, a resume in my life. And he was like, almost 60. Like, <laughs> I was like, what? He was like, I'm unemployable. Like, I don't, it's like, I never, I didn't apply for jobs. I just like, 
you know did stuff um see and to be to be clear i don't mind working when i like to when i do stuff I that i like no, <laughs> like when if i'm doing something i like if i'm playing viola if i'm teaching i don't mind doing that i hate jobs where like they do too much like that's that's where it really it really be having a mess up like why are we doing all this this is not in the grand scheme of life this is not important but i, I just want like, you to cut me a check you gotta you gotta with clady you gotta clarify what's doing too much mean because sometimes it'd be like employee like not too much it'd be like i understand you like yeah like you said orchestra teaching like whatever but then it'd be some of the admin like some of the employee stuff that be coming with that like i remember when you was like right give me an example <laughs> Cause I when our 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 um mutual former boss oh, I don't know he might still be your boss but um you talking about take attendance <laughs> you talking about fatigation yeah oh no he not my boss no oh more. right 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 because he moved yeah he yeah but um and I'm, not, I'm not with that organization no more mm, all right okay and it was about attendance because and why you, am I taking because why am I taking attendance you you. You so so little Timmy little little Timmy been missing and they can't and they 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 can't they can't they can't, they can't tell whether he made it to orchestra or not because Miss Brown <laughs> didn't take attendance so they don't know if he went missing at two forty five or seven forty five. When I tell you that when I when I talk public school that office was tired of calling me. Miss Brown, we need your attendance and I'm like I think she was here today. She was here. I'm like was she in first period? Yeah, she was here. Like, <laughs> wow. Meanwhile, she got snatched up off the off the playground. Girl, if you listen, if you got snatched what? up walking from English to here, baby, I don't want to tell you. The school, what? You don't walk outside to get to my class? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Wait, kidding. <laughs> when your mouth would not close, I was like, she don't think I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I just, I just don't. Okay, but also he would like. How do I explain this without sounding ridiculous? Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to save you some time. You can't. So <laughs> my main thing with, with that, and I, I I really like this person. I really respect this person. So I'm not going to do too much on him. But it's like, what you doing that you can't do? You see me teaching. Like, why can't you just write down the kids that was there? Come on now. I, just, I feel like that's perfectly reasonable. You walking past the attendance to tell me to do the attendance. Just write the kids that's there. And to be fair, like, okay, this is a bad example because, like, I would eventually, like, <laughs> do the attendance. Like, you know what I'm saying? He would have to remind me because I'm like, and also, I hate when we wasn't doing stuff and now we're doing it. So that's another thing. I hate, I hate ridiculous things. And that's why I say, like, I'm not, I'm saying that I hate things that are, that are, some most of the times important but are ridiculous to me like i'm not saying that like the things i hate are justified i'm saying that like i don't like doing things in general so like why ha- why do we have to make it a thing why do we have to why does it have to be such an ordeal such a event you know what i'm saying like no i'm just waiting for the check to clear you know what i'm saying like i feel like after that, like all the extra stuff, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Listen, because that was an ordeal by taking the ten. <laughs> we left that. We left that. <laughs> like I don't know. You my friend, so I'm not giving no more examples. <laughs> nah, 
Nah, just know I got them. Are they bad? I mean, you're not in the right. So, <laughs> you might think so. But I feel like that's perfectly fine. Like I said. And y'all, I ended up taking the attendance because I'm not going to. I also might gonna give my boss a hard time. Like he's he's my friend, so I ain't gonna give him a hard time. But it's just like we wasn't doing this before. Now we doing it. I'm trying to get started. You standing there watching me. You could do it. It's like you standing there watching me. How come you can't do it? And then you ain't even remind me to do it. Now you yelling at me. How you, we wasn't doing it before. Now we doing it. You ain't remind me to do it. Now you mad at me? Come on, man. How the concert sound? That's what I'm there for. You see what I'm saying? Katie. <laughs> That's just a, okay. Anyway. <laughs> yes. I, uh, listen, I, I don't want to hear no, I don't want no DMs. I want to, it's part of my job. I understand. And I got over <laughs> it and I did the attendance at the end of the day. Okay. Now a time card. That's where I'm bad at it. So it's hilarious that I want to check to clear, but the checks don't be coming because I don't do a time card. I don't see? know what that's about. It just overwhelms me. It's like, you knew when I was there. Why can't you just turn it in for me? Like, it stresses me out so bad. I don't know. I got somebody sitting in my inbox right now asking me for a time card. By 4 p.m. today. It's 7. Oh, it's 8. <laughs> but that's also like, girl, you can't you can't email me at 2 asking for four, at 4. I feel like that's completely yeah. unrealistic. Yeah, that's true. But a, was it already late? No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Okay. It's okay. due Monday. Well, then, yeah. And she's, oh, trying okay. to, yeah, yeah, yeah. and she's trying to get around it because the last time I turned it in on Tuesday. But that wasn't 100% my fault. It was like 75%. But a win is a win. But also, if not already, I mean, is it a reminder? Is it a courtesy reminder? I, it was a courtesy reminder that she was like, by four if you can. And I was like, I cannot. Because um, like, if it was something like you are, if that's like a regular thing and she just reminding you just as a courtesy, then. Yeah, I think it's a little I bit mean, of a I haven't had it, one job where no one has to remind me of the, of the time card. I can't yeah. think of one. That yeah, no especially one. if it's bi-weekly. It's like, girl. Girl, I don't even know which job I'm at. Girl, just... <laughs> I haven't had one. I haven't had one job where they haven't had to remind me. And that's why I feel like I should be salary. Katie for president. Ooh. No, because that's a lot of work. Yeah, I'm about to say. And also, like... <laughs> y'all, not finna be, y'all not finna be breaking into my little house. Y'all saw what y'all did to the Capitol? And also, right. I got too many receipts. I would never even make it past the primaries. Let's go down my Twitter feed about how much I hate this country. I wouldn't even make it out. I wouldn't even make it. You know that, that initial ballot that has like 16 people on me? I wouldn't be on that. Okay. And I saw all of that for 400K? That's it? Yeah. It's not. It's giving, no. It's giving volunteer work. Uh, um... Well, the reason why I brought up being unemployable is because, like I said, I was thinking about you. I was also thinking about me. And my problem is I want to take the day off for every Stevie Wonder album anniversary. And that's just not going to work because I'll be off all the time. Maybe not if I took maybe not if I took off for like only the milestone ones. But the one that happened. So yesterday as of today, but October 27th was the 50th anniversary. That's a big one. 50th anniversary of his album Talking Book. And mind you, he released he released two albums in 1972. This is the second one. He was 22. And guess what number album that was? That was his 15th album. I was gonna guess 10. That's See, crazy. 15 albums. And so I'm like, if, imagine I took a day off every year. 
<laughs> every I mean, year for the anniversary of every album that they, they he put off, period. That's why I'm unemployable. Because I didn't want to do nothing. I was like, can't nobody talk to me today. Don't talk to me. I'm listening to music today. That's it. But um, I want to talk about, we talking about that because the reason why, one of the reasons why it's a big deal besides the fact that it's 50 years, it's crazy. And oh, for reference, Talking Book is um, Superstition was on that was on that album you're the sunshine of my life those are two really big they were both number one at the time um and those are the two singles off the album so in terms of songs y'all will probably know um that's what's on the album um and it's a big deal because so at motown motown actually low-key has some similarities with classical music i'm not gonna you know i'm gonna do this whole little intro thing little crash course on motown records so basically the way it's it's very like it was very unique for the type of like record label it was a lot of it was kind of by by chance like the, i think they captured lightning with a bottle just as ma- as many like really big acts they got to you know um in the same place at the same time like it was just one of those things but a lot of it was intentional so barry gordy who was a founder of motown you know motown's found in detroit and this was like when the ford motor company had just came to detroit and that was like it was like a you know a boom there he was working there and he noticed the conveyor belt method of building cars where everybody makes their one little thing and they get really good at making their one little thing and they pass it to the next person they ask something so he decided when he to to start a record label and apply that method to developing artists so the motown like offices was a house and he eventually bought every house on the block and like every house has somebody that was like they just did that one thing so they would send the artists you go to this one person to learn how to stand and how to be like they had etiquette they used to take their their artists to do like etiquette classes Hmm. and this person teaches you how to eat in public and how to stand how to carry yourself this person just writes lyrics this person just writes melodies and then this person did like he and so that's how he got it like built the label and that's how they created like you hear the term like motown sound and there's like not there's no other record label that you can hear like their sound like they have a sound that's like definitive mm-hmm. but motown got that because they had such that like that recipe for their artists where they like just ta- taught them every everything to do and it was like very specialized and i feel like that's okay like classical music be like you know like you hear or- orchestras have sounds yeah i don't be knowing them but they okay. do <laughs> so i've heard and, <laughs> <laughs> and also just when you think about like going through the conservatory conservatory process low-key sometimes it'd be like that like it'd be like a machine like they'd be turning out you know mm-hmm. you're really not supposed to but like some places we turn out like people who play a certain way and you could also like sometimes it might be a certain teacher that leaves their footprint in a in a like in their students Mm -hmm. you know so i thought that was very interesting but the reason why that connects to the whole stevie wonder thing is that like so when stevie wonder turned 21 barry gordy he gave him this whole big old like party because he was already he had his first hit his first number one at 12 and so he was already bringing in a lot you know to motown was a very valuable asset um but to Barry Gordy's surprise he 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 threw them this big old party but right after he was like yeah so I want to negotiate renegotiate my contract my contract's up and in the contract he Stevie Wonder negotiated creative freedom over his um 
over his music which is not something that a lot of Motown artists had because like I said they were very like like very, kept very close to the belt mm-hmm. it was also like they also had a management like in-house which is not it's kind of a conflict of interest to be honest to be represented your label and your management are the same company because usually your management is going to be negotiating with your label but um so they like really kept a lot of their artists close to the vest and they didn't really give people freedom like that the only other person besides Stevie Wonder that got that was like Marvin Gaye when he did What's Going On I think that was 1971 and he like they didn't that was also a thing like they didn't talk about political issues and, and stuff like that really on Motown before what's going on and then it was very successful and I think that's also why he kind of why they decided to loosen up on on that because I feel like people really needed that at the time do you say why they didn't um talk about political issues they just wanted to make hits like Mm. he was like that's what I'm doing like Mm. he was just like we we about making we just about making music he didn't want it like he felt he felt like it was kind of messy you know What, what time was this the 60s yeah 60s which is like you know, <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> it was um, too much going on. Yeah, it was all yeah. See, um, and but like you could like at, by 1971, like people really needed that, and so like it was very well received. So the reason why his talking book is significant is the second album um, that he did after getting that like creative freedom, and. Um, it's considered some people consider it the first or maybe second album of his like quote unquote classic period, which is when he started putting out he put out albums pretty much every year, and they were all like every almost every one of them, um, won album of the year, Grammys, and act like just crazy, like it's considered one of the best album runs in like the history of music, and um, oh, that's why, I just like I just thought it was like. It's just always amazing, like, once he was let, kind of, they kind of gave up the reins, that he did literally the best work of his career, you know? He was mm-hmm. already doing, like, a lot of his songs that are, that are classics also came before this time, but, like, that's when he started establishing, like, his own sound. Like, Stevie Wonder has certain instruments that are associated with him. Like, the different, he has a couple of different synthesizers and electric pianos and, of course, harmonica, like, that are, like, his sound. Mm-hmm. And I feel like... I wanted to talk about that creative, like creative freedom. I know we've touched on this before. That one that you were talking about, that episode that we did about the Grammys. Yeah. But I feel like there was another time that we talked about this. But since we can't remember, we're probably not gonna say the same thing. So period. Um, Girl, but I wanted to I talk about what we talked about last week. <laughs> talk about creative freedom um, and classical music because I wonder, like, if maybe a bit of the same is happening where there are certain things that have been held back um in this industry that might might not have been if like people were given more creative freedom over their work whether that be like that could be performers that can be composers like whatever that looks like but I actually came up with another with the like kind of a curveball question um in that because I know that in classical music like you in a viola section you can't be like well I just wanted my freedom to do a little trill right there and <laughs> you know <laughs> and, and, and bump with Brahms row I'm doing this um but if you had the opportunity to be as creative as you wanted in your musical career what would you do You know how I feel in the intermissions. 
period. Not too much because I'm, okay, I'm trying to see. No, okay. <laughs> First of all, we haven't had no little hot seat intermission in a minute. N- nah, that one that you did, and then I, t- I put the script on you, the ranking one. Okay, because and then we, it ended up going way better for me than it did for you. Because, and actually, I blame myself because I didn't even tell you my method. You were supposed to put more composers. I had 10 artists in there. Oh, yes. Yeah, see, I didn't know that. See, so I really deserve a redo, but that's fine. Uh, um, uh, uh, how you deserve a redo when you said it was your fault? <laughs> I said low key, my fault. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> this is conflict. This is, this is. This is weird for me because it's like the reason why I'm I'm hesitating actually is because I was actually talking to um it's gonna sound real bad so not too much I love orchestra because I don't gotta think about nothing that's why I like orchestra I like orchestra because you get to play you get to work as a team and you get to be a part of a whole that's fulfilling to me so it's like I mean. Maybe I would do, you know what I really want to do? One of the ideas I had over during the pandemic, one of the thousands of ideas, because we literally sitting here looking at the wall, looking at the walls. One of the thousands of ideas I had was like, I would love to do like a gospel quartet. I feel like I would do something like that. Um, like That would be cool and fun and cute to me. But like, orchestra's tea, like you get to just play. You ain't got to make, I make, deci- I'm, too, I'm tired of making decisions. Like I like just sitting down there's no pressure. Like when I go to rehearsal, like, you know how good I feel playing Mala next week. I don't gotta. I just gotta know my notes. I don't gotta make no decisions. Ain't nobody looking at me. Ain't nobody asking me for bonus. Ain't nobody like I just get to play. That's great to me. What y'all want more for? What you want to be principal uh, for? Uh, <laughs> I just don't have that. I remember like, uh, you you know him. That dude that inboxed you when you was in Seattle. He asked me, like, what's your dream job? And I was like, a section violist. And he was like, that's it? And I was like, not that's it. Yeah, Buki. Like, that's it. I don't want to be assistant principal, only principal. I want to sit, preferably last year. And, oh, well, no, because if it's even numbers, then I got to be on the inside. So, second to last year. Or fifth chair or third chair. No, third chair is associate. That's that's too high. So <laughs> fifth, okay. seventh, or ninth chair. And if I rotate, five, seven, nine. And just play and hang out. Cause you know the viola's in the cool section in the little orchestra. So yeah. Period. The reason so why I I asked you is because because well, first of all, you're the only person on this podcast. And <laughs> I'm just playing, <laughs> but um, I said that I'm like, who else was I gonna ask? <laughs> but no, but the reason why it came to mind to ask you is because like I know you be having your projects and you be wanting to do, let me do this and all this creative stuff, and I was like, I wonder like, you know, with your vegan stuff, like that's kind of I feel like that's kind of like how you do your creativity in your career, and I was wondering like, is that like just how you prefer to let it out or is that something that you would like would you prefer to have some of it in your viola situation or is it just like nah i want to do my recipes and stuff yeah it's weird i don't feel the most creative when it comes to viola because everything i'm doing is so has has to be this way mm-hmm. you know like and i don't really I don't, like i said i don't care about that <laughs> i get to play my instrument 
like everything if something's too slow people say it's too slow mm-hmm. if you don't like if you if you think my bow you hear my bow changes is too choppy everything is something you know what i'm saying so it's like the 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 area of classical music i want to be in i feel like there's not a lot of creativity there which is why i always find it weird when people look for creativity in orchestra baby could do something else <laughs> and why i express my creativity in other areas of my life like with teaching I'm not as creative with teaching as I used to be because when I was in a classroom, my kids were going on scavenger hunts. We was doing, we was having a ball. I used to love teaching classroom. So I would do that or like in my vegan stuff or like other projects. That's where my creativity comes from. But like Viola, like how I can be creative all I want. And now down once at 27 beats per minute and, and <laughs> <laughs> right. That's what you just tell them. So I, I just thought I would put my little Katie spin on it. <laughs> I feel like I feel like Don Juan in in being a womanizer, he really hated himself. So why would I felt like I could tap into that, into his inner soul, into his inner child, and play it a quarter of the tempo so we can feel the push and pull and Okay. <laughs> Not the voice. <laughs> Not the what is- so we could feel the angst, the the sorrow, the wanting, the longing. Not the sorrow. Of the Don Juan, of Mr. John, we could feel that better at 40 instead of 168. They're going to be like, girl, if you don't get on, I'm like, like, I don't care about that. I want to play. And people might think it's dance. I don't really care. No, I mean, I... Part of the reason why I, I preferred orchestra, not necessarily for the creativity, not like not necessarily for the like, maybe rigidity is not the right word. Because it's like it, there's creativity in orchestra. That's why orchestras don't sound the same. Yeah, but like it's a very it. collect. It's a macro. It's on a macro level. You know, yeah. like it's like the whole thing. It's not you. Yeah. So like, so like there's that. But like the that's not why I I preferred orchestras but because of the straightforwardness of like just everything else basically mm-hmm. like I hated gigging everything's in a different place everything's this and that and like like orchestras like you show up rehearsal starts exactly at the time that they told you it would and it ends at exactly the time that they told you it would and like it's just like it's just girl when you go to a I non-union like gig like- <laughs> you go to a non-union gig and it, it's supposed to end at 7 and it is seven ten. You realize, I realize how much I miss that. Like we, I did this gig back last December where they're like, "Oh, oh, you'll end around seven thirty, and it was seven forty, and I was like, oh, "We are still here. Y'all don't have a clock on stage or nothing, huh?" <laughs> Not seven forty, girl. I've played, especially when. That's why I don't like doing like studio stuff. That I did this one gig, and it was like with, um, like if it's if there's talent involved, like it's just like everybody's on their time and that really makes me upset mm-hmm. because it's like they you're not gonna take lunch when they said you would and then yeah. so we didn't get lunch when they said we was finna take it and then when they were like oh yeah, yeah y'all can go to lunch now we come back they're like hurry up hurry up hurry up we we need y'all to change right now so we didn't get to eat lunch we changed and guess what we were sitting there for another 45 minutes mind you i couldn't eat because they wanted us to wear all white Dang. and i was and it was like a whole elaborate dress and i I couldn't end it was like an any minute now type of thing it was any minute now for 45 minutes Dang. and i was there all day and i had not eaten 
and there was no um yeah and, and it was not worth the money so <laughs> and, and mind you i didn't want to i didn't even want to do that gig my mom my mom literally harassed me into doing it i didn't even have the clothes that they wanted me so she was like oh i, I went to the store and i got the and i'm like That's okay <laughs> like, i don't want to go but anyway whatever I mean that's kind of cute. It continues. Let's see. <laughs> Let me not piss you off. Yeah, because I'm I not yeah. like at my big at my big. And first of all, you of all people, I would expect you to understand because you don't like being forced into doing stuff. No, I understand. I just you feel like at my big age, and you had to do it. Yeah. Like, y'all don't understand. <laughs> Because it's like, people be like, oh, you're grown, you don't have to do it. I'm like, you don't understand. I will never hear the end of it. Ever. <laughs> like, to be broken down in this way. <laughs> Your spirit <laughs> crushed. Oh, my God. Relentlessly. <laughs> well, you know what? You did it, and it's over. Yeah. Period. What about you? Father God. Whatever you asked me, I forgot the question. Uh, okay. Well, for one, I also feel like we, we, we forgot this. I feel like Classy Black is probably the most creative thing oh, that I've ever done. that's true. <laughs> this and is I was literally a thing right now. Yeah. And we've done some creative things. That's the word you want to use. So. I, mean, I just feel like when I think, when I think of... Yeah, I'll be forgetting. I think about like Viola specifically. My brain just shuts off. Creativity. And you know what? I'm not even going to hold you. Like the Vakiana. You heard that verse? Girl, y'all, somebody sent us a verse for a Bakiana remix. It was very good. If, it was ve- like, first of all, we would have to rewrite the original. I didn't know if you saw it because you never responded to her. I didn't? Mm-mm. I thought I did. Maybe oh, I you know what? It. I responded on Classically Black's account. Uh, Maybe I didn't uh, respond on my uh, personal account, but I responded via Classically Black. Um, but I was like, that low key made me consider doing a Bakiana remix. I was <laughs> like, because because that was a very very good verse. It was very good. I mean, <laughs> if I you f- had the budget for a music video, listen. I feel like, listen, babe, I love you now. I feel like it has to be a little cleaner. Because <laughs> at the end, it got a little. I was like, is it, this it, Miami? It, it got it a little. Did. It got a little dicey. Listen, it was very good, but it got a little. Um, it got a little classically black meets Cardi. After dark. Way after dark. It, midnight. Okay. <laughs> um, I, you know, I was thinking, was I was though. like, well, maybe we just le- maybe we just lean into it. <laughs> we could get some of them, um, you know how the, the rap girls be wearing, them, them unitars with stockings? See? We could do that. We, I'm tell- I told you, see, look, the girl wrote the verse and now you listening. But when I said we need 30 inch bust downs, leotards, Jordan, not Jordans. Well, you know, we get some little shoes, get two, get a sprinter van on one side, get, get a Maybach on the other side. Cardi Where B. Where we get a Maybach from? They're probably going to repo pay. Kanye's. We could take, we could borrow that. Okay. Get that on the other side. Outside at nighttime on that garage we did the first classy black. That could be cute. That East garage that be broken sometimes. With Eastman the, in the background. 
I would let you set that up. Thank this you. is what that verse made me. I'm gonna see if I can find it. Um, made me consider. I was like, we might have to bring Bakiana back. I'm telling you, we should have brought it back for two hundred. Guess what I do for two for three hundred or five years? Hundred weeks. What's <laughs> Five if years? I, that's like next week. That's girl. next week. It's no, that's next year. <laughs> Four years is next week. What are we? Oh, or two weeks from now. Two weeks, I think. Around roundabouts. Yeah, it was cute. I'm telling you, year five. I'm starting right now. I'm starting right now because we all we never do nothing <laughs> for the anniversaries, and we year five. That's, that's a milestone. So. We gotta do something. So, um period but yeah i feel like i mean if we had the means meaning if we had 35 hours in a day to expand classically black i mean i don't know what would we do i don't even know what we would do like girl but the thing is i don't have the brain space to even think about what we would do but that would be my number i feel like that would be my thing like there's a lot of stuff i want to do with music but in terms of classical music Classic Black is kind of like my thing in classical music now. And I feel like I wish that we had the capacity. But it's simply like, girl, at what? <laughs> I can't even I can't even get it out. I mean, we could do more. Just got to come up with something to do. Yeah. And, it's, and I feel like it would have to be. we. I mean, we have to have some. Oh, yeah. It's supposed to be like what if you could do. Well, it says creative freedom. It don't say money. <laughs> so, never mind. I was about to say, because we don't live in the same city. Mm. But but still. I don't know. I don't know, girl. We can see. That would be that would be my thing. But that's, that's the thing. I feel like at this point, every time I have try to have a thought, it's like you scraping at the bottom of something. And it's like, and it's girl. like, it don't. Like that's how that's what having a thought feel like to me. So I'll be having so you know that thing I have too many thoughts. I feel like you're supposed to what's the average amount of thoughts per minute? I feel like mine is twice that, but like not in a good way. It's yeah. too many thoughts going through my mind. Yeah. My brain just like do not that's why I, that's why I said that's what the meditation does for me. Now, like I said, whenever something helps me, that's exactly why I don't do it. Because I'm an enemy of progress. So I don't know what that is. I need a doctor to tell me what that is. But I'd be like, this is really helping me. Let me never do it again. So, um, good. But to me, like, meditation, I feel like is the difference between, like, opening a book off the shelf and writing in it and writing on a blank piece of paper. Like, it, and it's like, it kind of forces you to, I already know those thoughts are going to come in a mile, a mile a minute, like, of what I got to do. But at least I'd rather start from nothing than just, keep having that stack on top of each other mm-hmm. forever and ever but when i try to think of like new things to do oh girl i just feel like i'm like not i'm just not a creative person i feel like but no you tell me that thing you was gonna start that was girl and that was on oh girl we don't know i don't have i'm at, i have reached my limit i never thought i would i never thought i you? would that's cra- right i've reached my limit we're gonna see. <laughs> I mean, next week, you know what would be cute? My inner Katie is like, are you lying? But like my outer Katie, I'm always tired. Yeah, I'm always stressed bad. about like practicing enough. 
got Katie yeah. Mason V. I got too much going on. We got ISBN. Like, it's just like. Yeah, girl. Um, I don't know. I've, I have reached my limit, and I've been at my limit for like a couple months now. And I've stuck to it. So I'm very proud of myself because one thing about me, I'm going to add something. So, yeah, I think I'm I'm comfortably at my. And I got rid of that other project I was working on. I mean, Loki, sure. I've been got rid of that one. Oh, that one. Yeah, girl. I was like, girl, cancel the Squarespace <laughs> and everything. I was like, it was cute in the pandemic when we was inside, but like now it's like, it's not even part of my brand. Like, I do classical oh, music. Brand. That shit, I never said that. But I do classical music. I do vegan okay. stuff. Okay, brand. I do classical music and I do vegan stuff. Okay, brah. That, that, that was that brand. And that was Period. out and that was outside <laughs> of those two things. So you should do some classical music inspired recipes. We can make um what they be eating? Borscht? <laughs> was that what Tchaikovsky was eating? I don't know how you how what you would I don't know. I should do some overlap. Yeah, I had that I had could a, be our next classically black, but we will have to go on your channel because you got you you the one with sub- subscribers. So classically black also has subscribers. I mean that would help. That would probably you know a little crossover situation. I had a meeting. It's it's crazy because it's like I had a meeting this week for something for for, for Katie makes it vegan, and the lady was like, "It's not a, a meeting. It's, it's not what you think it is." And this the lady was like, first of all." <laughs> She'll never hear okay, this, so it's food fine. Food network loading. Yeah, that's what it is. The lady was very nice, but she first of all, you she asked me, "Are you free today, baby?" I could have nothing on my calendar, and I would not be free today. Yeah, I am old. Do Why not ask me if I'm free the same day. Nah. Or tomorrow. I'm like the earliest I could do is Wednesday. Cool. I had somebody do that. They was like, "Are you free right now?" To jump on the phone. No. Are you- <laughs> Oh my gosh. The only people I would do that with are like people I know for real. Especially like if we're trying to figure something out, we text it back and forth, text it back and forth. I might just call you. Like that one dude I had recommended for that thing. She texted me. That was days ago, but you know what? Dang. Sorry, Sora. Anyway, she was going back and forth with me. And I was I finally just called her because I was like, girl. Um, and she answered because sometimes I'll be like, if you do that to me, sometimes I'm like, girl, I can't answer. And that's, you're right. Um, no, I'm not free the same day. The earliest I can do is Wednesday. And she was like, when I, we were done with talking about like what I was going to be doing for her, she was like, if you, if you want to join our board, I was like, it's so funny how y'all just, y'all get, y'all see me get on here and cook and y'all have no, I, I, I mentioned that I'm a musician, but y'all, y'all don't nothing. I'm like, you think I'm going to jo- let me sit up. Uh, you want me to do what? Not sit up. There is barely any white space on my calendar. Why would I? No, I do not. Girl, y'all don't even know what's going on. And it's it's great. But even if you didn't know what I was going on, like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm still on this brand. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't want to do that. No, I'm not free today. And I'm not gonna be free tomorrow because I plan my I plan my tomorrow out by the time I spoke to you, and I don't like moving stuff around, which is why I th- for the longest time I thought I had I was on the spectrum, because I don't like moving stuff around. And then I realized I wasn't. I took me a test. You know that part of the pandemic where everybody th- thought they had autism? I fell in that trap. Girl, that lady I follow, 
this lady I follow found out she had autism at 34. Mm. Yeah, my mom said I might. So I was like, do she I? She looked. She she thought it. She was like, yeah, you probably do. Cause the way uh, are you free tomorrow makes the back of my neck stand up. I was like, ooh, we gotta check that out. I took me yeah. a little test. It's it's highly unlikely. Yeah. Oh, other no. stuff maybe. Yeah. I, <laughs> I definitely got some other stuff going on. Oh, yeah, I don't know, and it's also because something because about your like. I know something could be affected, like, with your senses. I'm very sensitive to sound. I hate loud noises. It makes my heart race. Like, I start, like, it, like, I hate, like, motorcycles, stuff like that. I tell oh, you, shoot. This is a, um, something crazy. I'm 24. I cover my ears when I flush the toilet every time. Like, no I way. Hate, yeah. I hate loud noises. Like, and that's loud to me. Like, and I wear, I've, I've tried to phase it out because I feel like I don't want to, I don't know if it's pacifying the issue or like i don't know like to what extent is it just like keep it like it can it be helped or is it just something that i need to mitigate like and just maintain rather um but i wear noise canceling headphones pretty much every time i go in public Hmm. and well i try to keep it like if i'm on the street and stuff i probably take one off just because you want to be aware of it because they really cancel noise like somebody could be right behind me saying my name and i wouldn't hear you oh so i I try to be aware but like when i'm in the grocery store i hate going to the grocery store it's so overstimulating so when i'm in public i wear i wear noise canceling headphones (laughs) (laughs) not you maybe (laughs) because the sound thing i could be like okay the sound thing the toilet i you the last minute the toilet i ain't gonna hold you but the sound thing it it, but the the, i read a whole thread i was in some people's business a whole thread about they hate going to the grocery store because it's loud and bright and different fonts and i'm like i literally have never noticed that yeah well the fonts oh yeah that don't but yeah it's just like because every it's everybody doing their own thing and it's like it's just too much i feel like i'm always hyper aware of like what way other people are going and like i guess a lot of people don't do that like Mm-mm. it's kind of like when you're driving when you have to be aware of what other people are doing but mm-hmm. some people don't like when you when you're merging into a lane you don't notice that someone who's two lanes away is also trying to merge into the same lane and you almost hit each other mm. like people i see people do that all the time and i'm like why are you not looking like mm-hmm. i'm like always like what is every car around me doing and that's how i am in a grocery store i'm like <laughs> not sure <laughs> wait real quick we're talking about cars just real, real, real quick i was on my way home today i was at a stoplight there was a car that was in the leftmost lane tell me why they went over into the oncoming traffic lane went around the people who was in that left lane to run the light you i'm was, like la is crazy he was driving to memphis <laughs> the problem with memphis they're not skilled at it there's like they're, i, I want to see a study on crashes per capita in memphis Mm. it's crazy because at least in new york and la they they make it through they take risk and we'll see how it goes that's what i've noticed i ain't nothing not too much on memphis i'm just saying that's what i've noticed and they did all of that just to end up at the next red light with all of us it, it, that's embarrassing <laughs> and i know that, i bet you they were looking straight ahead the whole time <laughs> <laughs> because what is wrong with you and it was a busy intersection so they couldn't run that light <laughs> wait I'm so like, hold on look, they were in no. the leftmost lane they and were they, in the leftmost lane, and then they changed. So they went even more left, so they were in the in the oncoming traffic lane. Wait, is there there is there like I'm trying to picture the street? Like, is there like a a regular street? Yeah, a regular two way street. So they went into the oncoming traffic. 
oh to go around the person because someone was in front of them yeah so i'm going yeah i'm ah, going straight okay, yeah okay. i'm going straight and they go even more left and go around you to in front of the people well, I was in two lanes over, so I oh, wasn't okay, in the But they went around the people. Lane. I see. That is so dumb. Yeah. To be fair, I've never seen that in Memphis. I'm not going to work. I'm not trying to witness it. That's real I'm bad. Like, why that, would you do that? That's real bad. <laughs> and I see. That's why I'm like driving over here. See. It's never that serious. And also, you like take all these risks and like one day you, you're you not going to be so lucky. Yeah, exactly. See. Well, no, girl, maybe you, you might want to send me that test. My mom said because they thought I had an extra chromosome when I was born. I can't remember if I did and it just didn't do nothing. Well, or <laughs> if it, if they if the doctor made a mistake and it ended up, I didn't have it. Mm. But I, that was a whole situation. So well, I'm going to find out. I'll scroll through my, uh, because I really thought, because I was, there's this um, lady on on Twitter. Her name is Supernova Mama. Her, she has autism and she has two daughters that have autism. And in her research for learning more about her daughters, she got into the weeds and the, <laughs> she, was at an, she was at an appointment with her daughters and the dude was like, you sure you don't got? So then she got tested and then whatever. But what made me take the test is because she was like, if, if you, if for like, okay, if we about to go, if we about to go to the store, if we about to go to the movies and I'm like, Delaney, I'm finna pick you up. And then we finna go to the movies. And then 45 minutes later, I'll call you and be like, actually, can you meet me there? That would throw off her whole day. Girl. Because it's like, okay, I shouldn't have used you because you're not going. But <laughs> if that like little changes like that would throw off her whole day. And I'm like, I don't have it to that extent. But I really hate a, I really hate a, you free tomorrow? Babe, I already planned out tomorrow. I'm practicing yeah. from 8 to 12. Then I'm going to the gym. Then I'm working on Katie Mason Vegan. I'm going to lay down. I already planned it out. Now I got to squeeze you in. And now I'm distracted because we mean that one, I, I got to start. I only got to 12 because then I got to transition. So I was like, let me take the test. And then I w- it was like, are you sensitive to sound? Are you sensitive to light? I'm like, no, no. It was a bunch of different stuff. And see, it's a catch-22 because I it's like I don't like doing stuff last minute, but also I don't like planning stuff far ahead because then when I get there, I'll be like, why did I say I was going to do this? So it's like, <laughs> like, uh-uh. Also, I saw this TikTok that kind of dragged me. We're so far off the topic. What were we talking about? <laughs> this is the topic now. I saw this TikTok because you know how like the people have been saying like procrastination the trauma response, and I don't know how I feel about that because I feel like, multiple things can be right at the same time like yeah. maybe if i dig down deep maybe but for me like for me like okay two weeks ago i had two two things of writing due i had one thing due like let's, let's just say i had something due on the 10th and i had something due on the 12th and then i had an audition on the 14th that's just let's just say let's say i had the one writing due writing a was due on the 10th audition was on the 12th writing b was on the 14th my the way my mind works i literally can only do one thing at a time you think i'm gonna start writing b before the audition now i've been now i'm not stupid like i know my i know my limit i have to i've been practicing up until this time of course but like i have to take things as they come sometimes that leads to procrastination because it's just like why am i starting this three weeks in advance when I could be using my time right now to do things that are more pressing, like practicing, 
doing my weekly my normal weekly things laying around relaxing and then I could just be stressed out for like three days feel terrible and then move on with my life and like and he was saying how like the reason why you procrastinate is because you always get away with it and you haven't and there has never been a consequence and I'm like you're right the consequences may be it's not my best writing this I, I submitted a draft a couple of weeks ago not my best writing but it got done it was also past the due date because I reached my limit there was but I was also like I'm doing this for free so that's not fair but that's what it is <laughs> um at least I think it's free Ooh, that'd be a good little surprise um but I it wasn't my best writing but it was done and it's a, it's a draft and you should never tell me it's a draft because you're gonna fix it anyway you got a second chance for me to do the same thing but a second chance nonetheless Daddy, there was two things I was gonna say one there's a video I gotta send you low-key about that it's about it's about adhd um Ooh, I, don't ha- I don't got no space for no more problems i got enough going on no but it, it's just the way <laughs> the way that they explained it this dude explains it it was like that makes sense but also i do feel like especially on tiktok and stuff like that like social media like people will be trying to everybody, diagnose people with stuff right everybody went, got like, a doctorate will, willy-nilly willy actually uh, stuff that's sound a trauma expo- response and it's like not everything a trauma response girl sometimes i just didn't feel like doing it like <laughs> you like you you put your milk before your cereal that's a trauma response because why can't <laughs> I mean, you trust key, hold on. <laughs> i mean <laughs> uh, that one might be why don't you trust that you'll pour enough milk so you put it first like it's everything not a thing <laughs> Right, that's the yeah, that's the problem with that. So everything be like a little something, and it's just like okay, girl. But hey, I feel like there was something else. But I yeah, something about uh, I saw your face go up when I, I said something about um, no consequences. Oh, <laughs> yep. I was gonna say that's exactly why I did that stupid recital because I was not prepared <laughs> for that recital. And I don't care. Like, it was bad. The second half wasn't it that bad. It literally wasn't bad. Katie, the second half wasn't that bad. Now, the second half was actually pretty good. The mem- no. A memory slip while looking at the music is common because if you look away and you don't have it memorized, you will forget. But Katie. And also, the fact that I was even using the music. It, I was Because I was playing a box. I was playing okay. box. Shouldn't I have been using the music? And I that, I'm like telling you, like, I'm just telling you that's about that Sonata. Easy. First of all, the whole third movement, not in the key. That, no, second movement, third movement, whatever. A whole third movement, not a single note was in tune. And the whole thing, I'm just telling you, like, straight up, I was not prepared. Like, I did not practice that piece enough. I didn't know it. I will like, say, I, too, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to keep it a buck with you. The Bach was strong. That Spanish piece was strong. I don't know, Spanish. See, that was second half. Yeah, it was Spanish. That was strong. And the 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 woodwind was there was not a the, woman on stage? Pro, it was a the, yeah, it was. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, Prokofiev Prokofiev was strong. The, the those were the those Sonata were. wasn't wasn't the strongest, but it wasn't okay. like wow. Let's evacuate. It was, but okay. Also, the sort of that was also about, but um, no, the the Spanish piece and the um the Prokofiev that, that was the second half. Second half, I thought it it went well. 
Um, but the first half was just disastrous. And the reason why I'm telling you, I should have canceled that recital. The reason why I did it was because I was like, Delaney, you knew you had this recital coming up and you didn't prepare for it. And I'm going to, I'm going to do the recital anyway to learn my lesson. Did I learn my lesson? Nope. I ain't gonna hold you. So, Procrastinating on performance is crazy. I ain't gonna hold it, it, but like, cause it's so much muscle memory and like doing stuff a thousand times. Delaney, like, yeah. I got had three weeks, girl. That's enough. Period. No, I had it for longer than I just wasn't practicing, <laughs> <laughs> or I wasn't making any improvement too. Like, it's cause it's also like just efficient. Like stuff is just it's just not doing it. I just was like not on. Like mm-hmm. I just wasn't. Um. Yeah, and it was booty. I never listened to those recordings because I was there. Mostly. And you know how I know? We never spoke about it again. <gasps> the whole recital? No, the first half. Never spoke about it again. Me, me and my teacher. Cause he was like, cause I know, and he know, and I know how that last lesson went too. So, I mean, but sometimes a bad lesson make a good recital. And sometimes it don't, as we saw. Come on, I tell you, I'm about to withdraw from Eastman on before my joint came out. He did, he did uh, roast me for that Bach, though. I thought my Bach was. I feel like all things considered, no music. I feel like he yeah, could leave me alone, huh? He said, "Yeah, a whole suite." He was like, "You play more in tune than that," and I was like, "A win is a win. A win is a win." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, right, read the room. I don't know, big dog. You made you put that on me. I said, let's do music. You said, nah. I feel like it's on you. A win is a win. But yeah, that's all I mean about the consequences. Because I was I was thinking those consequences was gonna whip me right into shape. Here I am, years <laughs> later, years later, doing the same thing. I mean, to be fair, your senior recital was in the middle of a pandemic, like on Zoom or whatever. What I'm not, that senior recital might have been even worse. I don't know. Like if if I had to do an actual recital, mm. because it was a little bit more like lenient and stuff. Because like I scrapped some stuff I wanted to play because um I was gonna pay for an accompanist. Are you kidding? Like I saw a Zoom accompanist. Like how'd that work? Well, I just recorded it, so my recital wasn't even live. Ah, uh. and I say I didn't tell a single soul. About my recital. First of all, my mom was like, "Oh, you practicing?" That's how, and that should tell you something. And that should tell you something. <laughs> my mom be like, like, "It was an occasion." My mom be like, "Why haven't you practiced?" And I'm like, "It's been a day. We can't, we can't take a break." She'll ask me why am I not practicing. That that's that that the tell opposite. You <laughs> well, that's because I mean, she was definitely on my head. Like, she, so that was she mm. would she would be asking me, uh-huh. but um. And I was like, it's intermission right now. She was like, is this your recital? And I was like, yeah. You didn't tell your mama? <laughs> no. It was in my room. <laughs> she could have sat on your bed and watched you. Okay, well. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> it's over now. But I tell you, I was like, I was dragging my feet to the end, to the bitter, bitter end. Father God. Anyway, this has been great. <laughs> um... Not much of it was about Stevie Wonder or any of the things you texted me about, but we made it. Well, you to be fair, you answered some of my questions in the beginning with the, before I asked them. To be honest, when I was asking about, I was gonna ask like, 
like do you wish you had more like and then you were saying that like nah like for viola like what i got like just being told showing up knowing my notes is good enough for me yeah i just i want to be like that but sorry bookie (laughs) i like playing orchestra i like just being a part of a team no solo is um interest on my end and no chamber music father god I just I can't get into it. It's too much work. I always piss off the woodwind girls when I say that. I'm like, you know, it's just me on a part, and they'll be like, yeah. <laughs> and that's that's when that's what that's when you complain across or above because they'd be like, or so they below. See, why would you say that? <laughs> that's not what I meant. But like, I, I remember I made Tyler so mad. I was like, it's only you on a part. He's like. Yeah, I'm like, listen. <laughs> they have violin at the at the instrument day. You pick flute. Girl, I was about to say, <laughs> sound like sound like you brought that on yourself, right? You think you thought I was gonna be concert band your whole life? Be for real. <laughs> Tyler, literally, Tyler literally has a job, so I need to be for real. Get employed. All right, y'all. It's time for Black Excellence, where we hype you up, gas you up, and give you a prop. There's room for everyone at the top. This week I'm talking about mezzo-soprano Tashina Vaughn. She began her career as at the Metropolitan Lindemann Young Artist Program and has been snatching edges ever since. So Tashina has sung everywhere. I'm just going to name a few. So she was in um, the Met when they did uh, Porgy and Bess. Um, and she sung literally all over the world. English National Opera, Dutch National Opera, um... Dutch Nash, oh, I already said that. Um, I'm sorry, there's a whole bunch. I'm skipping the ones I can't pronounce. She be everywhere. The Netherlands, right? Germany. Oh, here goes some Italian. I was about to say, okay, you go twin. Why would you mess up this lady stuff? Just let me finish what I'm saying. Greek National Opera, Greek. Frankfurt, Sacramento, Michigan, Seattle, everywhere. She be everywhere. So yeah, I'll link her bio. You could you could thumb through it. The song girls probably know the song girls. The the vocalists probably know. Um probably know her. But yeah. Listen, I know she popping because I'm still scrolling. Okay, right. so get your bio up. How long your C V? A napkin? Get it up. Uh uh. <laughs> Shout out to Sheena. Congratulations on your career success. <laughs> okay. Period. <laughs> Always encouragement on classically. Um, my piece of the week is the Samuel Cover Shayla Nanette. Period. Period. Oh. <laughs> this is so unserious. It is. <laughs> Oh, we're done. Thank you so much yep. for listening to Classically Black Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Classically Black Podcast. If you have a piece of the week suggestion, a black exclusive suggestion, or an intermittent suggestion, send it to Classically Black Podcast. You need to queue for me to email where they sent it in. Because people are going to start saying that we're not sending nothing else in. Oh, for Oh, yeah, there was yeah, one. Okay, yeah. See, look, you want to be you wanna, you wanna wanna be forwarded to me? Classically Black Podcast at gmail.com. If you're black, join ISPM. We got a convening in two weeks. 
come on down to the to the function. It's gonna be down to the Zoom, but that's okay. There's a there's COVID going around and there's not COVID going around. And I was so mad when my student came to a mask to to my her lesson yesterday with a mask on, literally within inches of her life. Baby, we could reschedule this if you just told me she was sick. And he was like, She'll be oh fine. God. She went to school today. And I'm like, So we learned nothing. You sent her to school? Girl, you know how I feel. I couldn't wipe. I don't teach on my viola because no. And also, last week I was pissed off because I thought I was teaching lessons at, with this disorganized lady. And I bought my viola and the bow dropped on the floor. And it was not my fault. And I, I don't bring my viola. But you know how I feel. My teacher violin, I might I might take one for the team. I might wipe it down with Lysol because when I tell you, when she left my little studio, I wiped down everything. You already have a mask on. Cause I have I have not taken my mask off. She had a mask on too. I didn't fix nary bow hole yesterday. I was like, baby, I'm literally not touching you. I'm sorry. Like, you gonna have to throw up gang signs till next week. I'm not touching <laughs> you. The, the girl, she was she she takes a lesson with her sister in the same hour. They just come together. She laying. I have couches in my studio. She laying down, no energy. I'm like, are we gonna come and we gonna start? She's like, I don't know. I was like, go find your dad. Dad come. She'll be fine. What? We learned nothing. Um, so we're don't we gonna be down to the zoom. Okay. Isblackmusicians.com at isblackmusicians on social media. It's free to do everything if you're black. If not, um yeah. Thanks for listening and we'll see y'all next week. Bye y'all. Goodbye.